Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And, <laughs> okay, so y'all know I'm a writer and I love to read. You know, um, I'm currently reading a book that Will bought me. Um, it's called The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. It's really good. I just, honestly, I haven't had time to read it like I want to because... Um, I've had some other stuff going on. But, you know, that is what it is. Um, one of the um, revelations from R. Kelly's recent court appearance is that he's allegedly illiterate. Now, I, I, I do want to say that this is all alleged. Because I'm not quite sure how accurate things are. Or, you know, if this was, if what his lawyer said in court was um, oh, it, it almost seems facetious given what we know about R. Kelly. Um, but it would also explain his Gil King interview. In the first... In the first court appearance of, that he's made, um, Judge Maura Johnson vacated a default judgment against him um, and the, that judgment was um, that judgment was made because R. Kelly didn't show up for a court hearing. Um, and his attorneys, and I, I'm really having a hard time with this because I really, I really don't believe it. Um, but his attorney. said I'm trying to find her name uh, anyways um, the, his attorney said he didn't show up because he doesn't know how to read this was for a sexual assault um, lawsuit so the judge reinstated the lawsuit and is currently um, letting it go And it really makes me wonder, like, how can, how can people do that? Like, how can people just lie? You know, it, assuming that the attorney is lying, um, and there's, there's really no proof that they are, but there's also no proof that they, that he actually can't read. Um, so it's a very... I don't know. It's very up in the air, I guess. Um, and the second court appearance that he made, he ended up paying $62,000 in child support, to which his lawyer said he's not a deadbeat dad. All he wants to do is write by his kids. And then they go on to allege that after surviving R. Kelly, 
a lot of his appearances were canceled and that they're starting to line some up in and around Indiana uh, and they expect the judge to allow him to travel uh, in order to continue making money. But I'm kind of wondering if he can't read how, you know, all these years, how has he signed these contracts? You know, how has he sang these songs? How has he written these songs? Because I'm pretty sure he's labeled a singer-songwriter. But even if he's not, how has he... How has he been able to sing these songs? Because you have to be able to read the lyrics. You know, that's just one of those things. And and I was right, he is labeled a songwriter. So, um, either the lawyer was being very facetious or, um, put people are... T- taking out of context what the lawyer said. Um, And there must have been enough compelling reason for the judge to... um, There must have been enough compelling evidence for the judge to um, reverse her default judgment. I'm going to go, and I'm going to come right back. I'm back. So, another day, another royal family drama. Now, this has become really commonplace ever since Prince Harry um, started dating Meghan Markle. Um, And it really went up a notch after, um, after Harry and Meghan married last year. And then it went up even further when Megan got pregnant. Um, There were rumors that she wasn't really pregnant, that she was using a surrogate. And and those rumors actually seemed to hold a little bit of water um, since her baby bump did seem to move a little bit like Beyonce's did. Um, And I don't know if y'all remember, but um, I think it was with Blue Ivy when when Beyonce was pregnant with Blue Ivy, her baby bump was all over the place. Sometimes it was up right by her boobs. Other times it was down by her vagine. And sometimes it was really robust and sometimes it was really small. If, if you're going to fool the public, be smart about it. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Um, Megan's wasn't quite as obvious or as bad. Um, but still, the rumors persisted. And there are some people on the gossip boards who are like, the doctor didn't sign off on the birth. This means that she didn't actually give birth. What? So did she just steal a baby? I, like, I don't understand. And as far as I can tell, there's actually no proof thus far that anything is amiss or that anything is wrong. That doesn't mean that there's nothing wrong or that... Um, 
or that something, you know, couldn't possibly be out of place. It's just I don't see it. Um, but what we're, um, what we actually want to focus on is the big royal online oopsie. So yesterday after, um, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip met, Baby Archie, his royal family webpage went live. Except for one little problem. Prince William and Duchess Kate were named the baby's parents. And... That led to a very big um, problem because, well, obviously Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are the parents. But it was also very reminiscent of the April Fool's Day joke. Um, And if you don't remember what that was... I'll I'll fill you in. So my gossip did um, their annual April Fool's Day joke where basically they alleged that the um, part of the cheating scandal arose when Prince William, Prince Harry, Duchess Kate, and Duchess Meghan were all partying together and William and Kate got into a into an argument and she stormed off and went to bed and Harry passed out and Megan and William hooked up and the baby was actually William's and that's why um, the brothers had fallen out and all of that good stuff Now, obviously, that turned out to be just a joke. But this royal oopsie kind of... Could lead conspiracy theorists to think that maybe there's some truth to the rumor. They could also... um, It could also lead to people believing that um, Prince William and Kate actually do call Prince George Archie behind closed doors and in private. And it could have been just a little a little stab at um, Prince Harry and, and Meghan since they seem to be pulling away from the royal family a little bit. And speaking of pulling away, I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And something you guys may not know about me is I don't drive. Um, First of all, I live in New York City, so 
I have no reason to get behind the wheel of a car. Um, the public transportation, while New Yorkers bitch about it and you know complain about it not running on time, is still probably among the best in the world. Um, and and fairly easy to navigate. Um, and. Um, and another part of the reason is the state of Michigan asked me not to. Well, they didn't so much ask me as they told me that I was not legally going to be allowed to do that. Because, well, um, apparently I'm a little bit of a speed demon. I thought those signs were just suggestions, but, you know. But it looks like I'm in good company because David Beckham is also not allowed to drive for the next six months. He appeared in the Bromley Magistrate Court in England uh, because someone had reported him (coughs) would not be an episode without me sneezing or coughing or something. Uh, Anyways, he appeared in the court um because someone reported him using a cell phone while driving. And most of the hearings took place um, in the judges' chambers, you know, behind closed doors. But the magistrates asked for an open hearing for this to show cause. Uh, and in this time, they. And he's wiggled out of tickets before. Um, he had got caught going 59 in a 40 zone. Um, and he got out of that one just barely because the ticket arrived 15 days after the citation. So, instead of the 14 days. So he was able to kind of wiggle out of that one. And, um, and there were a couple others where he was speeding. One time he was speeding um, to get away from a paparazzi photographer. Um, and, you know, up until this point, he seemed to have been able to squeeze out of trouble. He had six points on his license. Yet, um, at this hearing, they added six more points which took him to the 12-point threshold, which um, meant his license are, sus- are suspended for six months. And he also had to pay a fine of, like, just under $1,000, which, considering that he and Victoria Beckham are worth, like, $500 million, not really going to um, put much of a dent in, in his fortune. Um... And so now, he's going to have to have drivers chauffeur him around for the next few months. Which is probably not going to be a very big deal to him. Um, you know, he does seem like the type that likes to drive himself and be independent. And if the rumors are true, it's going to be much harder for him to carry on his affairs because... Um, he's going to have to have someone with him at all times. 
driving him around and and whatnot. Um, and, and that's a little... But trust me, if he wants to cheat, he's going to cheat. And he has more than enough money where he can... He can make things happen if he really, really wants to. And it, it really does look like he does. Um, you know, there was... I don't know if you all remember, but... Sometime last year, there was rumor that he got his kids kindergarten teacher pregnant and then there were rumors um that he had a girl in London that he regularly hooked up with um there's allegedly someone in uh, a lady in Florida that he gets together with and people are really wondering you know why Victoria stays because before it was kind of obvious, like, oh, you know, he gives your money for the fashion line, but he is completely withdrew from, from that. And it looks like they're on the brink of a divorce. Of course, tabloids and others have said that they are on the brink of a divorce for at least the last five years now, so. And they still managed to keep trucking along. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's also going to be interesting to see what happens when I go and I come right back. And I'm back. So one of the things that Will and I want to do is start, um, especially as we gear up for the 2020 election, um, we're going to start covering more political stuff, maybe even having more political episodes in which he either guest co-host or um, potentially he he could be um, hosting those himself. Um, but as always, I'm going to dip um, my toe into the water first because why not um so if you guys haven't figured it out by now at this point in the race and it's still incredibly early the primaries don't even happen until um sometime next year um but at this point in time I'm supporting Mayor Pete Buttigieg for president, and before that, I was, um, I was completely team uh, Kamala Harris, and I still think she'd be a fabulous candidate. Um, you know, she has ideas. She's, she's brilliant, and I really do adore her. Um, there are some things that I wish she would clear up or um, at least acknowledge happened, but the same thing goes with Mayor Pete. Um, you know, and no candidate is ever going to be perfect. And I think that's something that the Democrats really need to um, get used to at this point in time. Um, none of our candidates are going to be pure. None of our candidates are going to be perfect. Uh, if they were, first of all, it wouldn't be any fun for us. <laughs> But more importantly, um, there would be less of a, um, there would be less discourse. And while I'm sure that a lot of people would be happy with that, it's just not the way of our country. You know, discourse is important because that's how we come to a compromise. And that's how we 
make things better. Um, but one of the things that has really bothered me, um, especially this cycle, um, a little bit in, in 2016, but not as much because, um, the candidate I supported, Hillary Clinton, was the nomin the nominee. Um, but this time, um, the front runner and the presumed nominee is former Vice President Joe Biden. Now, I have no, I have no issue with Biden on the surface. Um, he, he's a little bit creepy. Um, he's a little, to me, he's a little moderate, um, heading towards conservative. Um, he's made a lot of mistakes um, over his career, but the same thing could have been said about Hillary Clinton. But what bothers me this time is there's 20 or 21 candidates for the nomination. And Biden is for the most part the only one people are taking seriously um there's bernie sanders but bernie sanders should not be running as a democrat i'm sorry i know why he is and i know we don't want him to run as an independent because it would split the vote um and potentially give trump a second term but bernie sanders is not a democrat period he caucuses with the Democrats, but um, after the 2016 election, when he was, um, he won the Democrat primary for the Senate, he rejected it. And that right there should have been the end of Bernie Sanders as a Democrat. He should not have been allowed to run um, for president as a Democrat because of that one decision. I'm not sorry for saying that. I do not support Bernie Sanders. If somehow he is the eventual nominee, I will support him, but I don't believe that he should be. Um, but back to Biden, you know, all he's had a Me Too scandal, and it was only slight, you know, it wasn't like he, it wasn't as if he was accused of sexual harassment or sexual assault or anything. Of that sort, um, he, a couple of the women that had been in his circle said that he made them feel uncomfortable. And one of the women actually works on the Bernie Sanders campaign. And it seems like Sanders is just trying to knock off the competition. And, you know, frankly, at this point, we don't need another old white guy. I'm not saying we don't need, like, white men shouldn't be running for president. If they're qualified, if, you know, then by all means. But what the Democrats need right now is not the old guard. They need the new guard. The Harrises, the, the Buttigieg's, um, the O'Rourke's. Now, and I've said this before, I don't 
expect Mayor Pete to actually clinch the nomination this time. Um, but what I what I am expecting is him to his race profile to land him um, a, a, a cabinet position or a Senate seat somewhere where he can continue to raise his profile higher and higher and higher. Um, I I put this as my Facebook status when Biden formally announced that he was running. I could actually see a Biden-Buttigieg ticket. Um, and, And it was exactly what I just said to you guys. Old guard teaching the new guard. If Biden is actually going to be a one-term president, Buttigieg would be um, groomed to run for president in the next election, in the 2024 election. And by that time, we shouldn't be dealing with a wannabe dictator like Trump. Hopefully a more sound and reasonable Republican will rise and run. But those are my thoughts. And I'm also thinking I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. And, you know, a lot of the times I've been ending these episodes um, on tragic or, or bad news. So today I wanted to end on a more positive beat. Um... You know, when I had Generation Gossip, um, we were dubbed Gossip with Heart because I really do try to be more positive and try to um, present the human side of everything. It doesn't always work, of course, but I try. (laughs) So, one of the things... That, um, that I think is important to talk about is engagement in relationships. And Hilary Duff and Matthew Coma are officially engaged. Um, the pair have been on and off for quite a few years. Um, and their most recent go-around started in, like, December of 2017... Where Hilary Duff said, the timing is such a big deal and third time's a charm. I think you have history and a past with someone in love. And just because it doesn't work out the first time, the second time, as long as there's not so much damage done, then it can always work out again. You know, okay, so here's the thing. I actually don't agree with Hilary Duff on this. I'm glad it worked out for her. I really do. Um, And if she's happy, you know, we all make our own life choices. But I found that going back to an ex doesn't result in in things getting better, but rather them getting worse. And, you know, I look at things like, you know, with Stalker, aka he who does not exist. I can't imagine that me giving in and reconciling with him what he wanted to would have led to anything good happening. You know, we both 
uh, we both are very much who we are, and that wasn't going to change. And, you know, and some people will tell me, oh, well, you know, being in an adult relationship is compromised, it's this, it's that, it's whatever. But no, um, there are some things that just you can't. But whatever, Hilary Duff and Matthew Coma were able to get over it. And they recently welcomed um, their daughter. Uh, I'm trying to find the daughter's name. Um, oh, they don't... Um, I can't find the daughter's name. Um, but they... Hilary Duff and Matthew Coma share a daughter... Um, who's just a few months old, and then Hillary also has a seven-year-old um, with her ex-husband, Mike Comrie. Now, everyone thought Mike Comrie and Hillary were going to get back together, and in fact, there were quite a few blind items about the two secretly hooking up. Um, but I think Mike Comrie is... He's either engaged or he... He got married again. And now um, Hillary is obviously with... Is firmly in constant her relationship with Matthew Coma. Um, they announced her engagement on Instagram. Um, she captioned her photo. He asked me to be his wife, heart. And, you know, she's obviously showing off her new engagement ring. And... Um, Coma shared the same photo and said, I asked my best friend to marry me at Hillary Duff. And it's all very cute and it's all very happy. But if this doesn't end with us getting a Lizzie McGuire reboot, I'm going to be pissed. Okay? <laughs> and there's literally no reason for us not to get one now. I mean, there, there hasn't been for a long time. But reboots are all the rage. Um, Disney Channel just rebooted Kim Possible um, as a live-action movie series. Um, so there's no reason why we can't get an adult Lizzie McGuire. Um, actually, the best thing would be a, a reboot of Lizzie McGuire and Hannah Montana where they're friends. And they're in the same world. I don't know how that would work. But it needs to happen. And it needs to be a dramedy. Because Miley Cyrus and Hilary Duff would be fantastic screen partners together. I need to go see if they've ever shared the screen. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go do that. So we want to send our congratulations to Matthew Coma and Hilary Duff. We hope you have a long and happy marriage. And to all of you, as always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, cheers.